Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun, FX's new international spy thriller The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. Side stories. Yeah, your That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. <laughs> yes. It's me, Bob Dole. Ouch. I'm in hell. <laughs> I finally died. Ouch. Ouch. Is it worse than World War II, Bob? No. World War II was still harder for Bob Dole. What Bob Dole did, what Bob Dole has seen, the murders yeah. that Bob Dole personally committed in the war and afterwards. Sure. Look at this hand. I Bob see Dole's it. hand can I only it, write Bob. in pencil. And That's now right. I'm dead. I can't Aww. believe Bob Dole finally died. He finally died. And I I'm not even young. I'm not even anti Bob Dole. I'm neutral on Bob Dole. I had I'm to go look it back neutral. up. Like, yeah. I looked it up to try to see. It was like, well, what evils did he do? And it was back before, like, Republicans were just more so like, Bob Dole. Like, it was just a man saying his <laughs> name over and over again. That's as far as I could get. I know that he probably yeah. did something fucked up. Well, he, he and Strom Thurmond probably had some pretty interesting conversations. Oh. But anyway, welcome to Side Stories, everyone. I am Ben, hanging out with the morning Henry Zabrowski, because I know it's been hard for you. It's been hard. Where else would I look to? He was my moral compass. Bob I always Dole. think about, what would invalid Bob Dole do? Every day when yeah. I wake up, like, oh, what would cancer-ridden Bob Dole, That's what they who said. hasn't had a full solid thought in his in his fucking dome since in probably ten years, probably ten, maybe even twenty years. Yeah, at some point in life. Don't you just want to move on to the other side? And that's the goal, though, is to live long enough where death is just the wonderful respite that it was intended to be. Oh, yeah, man, because I am not one who is going to go gently into that good no, night. You're I know gonna that no matter. I'm going to scream. I think that my my death is going to be unpleasant forever. Who's left around? Because sure, a lot yeah. of being like, that's going to be, I was lied to. I mm -hmm. was lied to. A lot of that of being like, yeah. give me the secrets of the government. And everyone's going to be like, you can't have those. No, but one it'll be fun actually, because when you're like 80 years old, because you are by on camera, perhaps look a little bit larger in stature. But in reality, you're fairly petite. And yeah, when tiny. you get super old, you get more and more petite. I and don't want to get more petite. You're going to. No, and you'll just why. be this fun 80-year-old, like, in a big jacket, just randomly screaming. It's going to be a great look on you. I want to stretch out my back. That's why I do all, like, the back stretches, because I don't want to get the hunch. My father went from five foot seven to at least five foot three, And it's, <laughs> I guess it's fine by the time you're that age, because Natalie will stay her height. And so, like, I think that she, I mean, well, Nat's going to be every, hot until she's dead. And so, like, I'll be I next to her. her. From now on, I'll stretch you out a little bit. Yeah, come on. Yeah, that'll be give me, nice. Give me a That's shot. Great. Well, I'm happy we got to mention Bob Dole on this show because mm -hmm. I totally forgot to mention him on Top Hat. <laughs> so there we go. Another show. classic Kissel. <laughs> well, speaking of death, we do have one small Ooh. update on this alleged cult leader. Uh, this is Leah Amy Carlson. All of her followers were arrested because they were like, what happened to this freaking woman, well, you know? But then they didn't it know turns what to do. out they, they didn't know what to do her. with the body. Yeah. No. And we did a little bit of a relaxed fit on her. We talked about her death and where she ended up. She was basically, she would got turned into a potpourri bundle by the she very really end of her life she i like how she they looked like uh she looked like what is it quicksilver what's the name of that silver surfer she looked like the sorta. silver surfer because yeah, of all sorta. the colloidal <laughs> silver that she consumed if only the silver surfer oh if only this if the silver surfer only surfed on couches that's what oh. i would say she looked like but what i like is that this homepage, the daily beast this article i'm looking at first of all they call it a new age sect which means they've been approached by lawyers. So yes, uh, that's course, why that's for love the, is one. Yes, for the love is one cult. Yes. Um, so the, she was found, right? She was in a green sleeping bag and her eyes were missing, which we still don't even know why her <laughs> eyes were missing. That's what they <laughs> said. Now they, they said that it was not trauma induced. Don't I the guess eyes they melt just, away? Is it, what is the first thing? And it's side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. What's the first thing to melt away? I would assume that the eyes are like, well, you're dead. I don't need to be here anymore. I think that it would puddle fairly quickly. 
But I think that takes like a fucking minute. She wasn't dead that long. I think you're talking like mummies, like real mummies. I don't know how long she was dead. But they they found her body. They arrested the people that had the body. And then again, they turned it a little bit into what John Wayne Gacy, his his way, his tactic of saying like, you're you're just mad because I'm running a cemetery without a license Um, Mm -hmm. because they don't know what to charge them with. And they found out that guess what? She died of alcoholism. Yeah, yep. she died of alcoholism and anorexia, and again, a and massive love of colloidal silver. Yeah, she was 75 pounds. They Ooh, said they, they, there was some fucked up. They put glitter makeup all over her eyeless skull, right? Which is, Ooh, they still don't know. Okay. And they said, they said, Russell simply remarked on the body's missing eyes. They were not appreciated secondary to comp- decomposition. But I don't know what that means. I think that I means no that idea. it, I think that means they, they did not, melt away like you said and but it showed no evidence of trauma like they didn't see the melon baller marks that right. would pop them out yeah they didn't she get had a the pair. old sherbert scoop there no but she had two pairs of socks she had a gold colored handband cute and then she, <laughs> she wore gray cotton pants with a quote-unquote diaper containing red purge type fluid <laughs> um, which is not good. <laughs> Red uh, birch type fluid. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Carlson, oh, aka God. the Mother God, she said she was the reincarnation of Jonah Ark and Marilyn Monroe. Which, <laughs> let's just say, she really took some. She took a couple of. Um, uh, what's the term I'm looking Liberties. for? Liberties with who uh, she was re- reincarnated as. Oh yes, Jonah uh, Ark drank- and Marilyn Monroe. And this is really got to, you got to be intense for this kind of shit. She drank 10 shots of vodka a night, apparently. And then she- For 75 pounds, that's a lot. I mean, for you and I, we can probably do it. Yeah, I try not to do it a night. I could do it one night a month and then recover for two weeks. But this fucking, she apparently, she had 470 micrograms, more than six times the daily average intake from the environment of colloidal silver in her body, which is why she also was permanently silver, which is, it's a lot, man. I feel like the alcohol was the least uh, devastating thing to her body. It's I think maybe the lack of food and, Eating all that colloidal silver, but you know what, Henry? It didn't help. Also, here's a beep, 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 beep. Another update here from Onside Stories. Yeah, this is breaking news. Apparently, you shouldn't be drinking cactus water for survival, unlike what I said to all of our listeners to do last week on the Lizzie Borden episode. What's wrong with the cactus water? It severely dehydrates you, and it does the exact opposite. Oh. Of what I said it does. It does not hydrate you. Mm. Um, they say don't do it. Oh. Uh, apparently you should go to a crick. Uh, you really can't because in cowboy movies, which is what I learned that from. Sure. Was various media. I think I learned it from Looney Tunes. Did you cut open the cactus <laughs> and then you drink the water inside of it? Yeah. But apparently. You know, that's, that is actually our source for a lot of the conversation we have on this mm-hmm. show is Looney Tunes. So. Oh, yes. And it, it, it can... It, Drinking cactus water on an empty stomach will give you diarrhea or make you vomit, therefore dehydrating you even further. And this is because, mm. I guess, because inside of the cactus, the water that is trapped in its poop is uh-huh. highly acidic. And oh. so your body has to work really hard to get the alkalis or whatever bullshit out of it. I don't know. I don't fucking sure, know. Obviously, sure. I don't know. I said to drink all the cactus water last week. <laughs> I just said, so this is all new information to me. And, and apparently, in, a, in an extreme situation, you can drink a few sips of what is specifically fish hook barrel cactus, right? Okay. But then they so I'm said supposed that, to know the difference between cactus I can't. Also, we got. We're gonna be dead out there, bro. We yeah, are no, not we, we supposed are to not be in nature. But the the Seri Indians or Seri Indians, the Seri uh, Indians or Seri Indians. I'm not sure how, what the name, how you pronounce their tribe. But apparently, they would use the cactus as emergency water. Okay. But then I guess it gave them severe pain in their bones and vomiting if they did it on an empty stomach. <laughs> so you horrible. also can't. It is. Well, you know that uh, it's a great segue to a story. That uh, speaking of nutrition, the most important story of the week, even though I, we got the, the juicy Smollett trial going on. Have you yeah. done it? Have you looked at any of the updates on that shit? Oh, yeah. No, I have. It's, uh, we, it's uh, getting. That's the movie. The movie is him putting together be that attack. It, no, I don't believe. Um, no, no, no. Absolutely it's, not. It's fairly remarkable. But him paying his the gay ju- lover to like put the noose around him. All this kind of shit. It's wild. It's fun. It is. a if Yes. If you are following that trial, we will cover it. Uh, 
More and, as well. Uh, and, the, and the Ghislaine Maxwell, the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, which is also going on. And the fact that they just showed that Jeffrey Epstein definitely visited Bill Clinton, the White House, 17 times. Uh, Everyone goes to the White House 17 s- times. Yeah, yeah, everybody who's Michael Jordan. Goes to the White House. <laughs> he only got to go well forever yeah. championship, so probably six times. Six times, but then, man, honestly, it's so I don't know where that's at. They opened up the little black book. They named everybody. Obviously, Donald Trump was at the top of that list. That Prince Andrew Garfield is that his whole name? He also was on that list. They're all on that fucking. You know, I, I mean, and she still hasn't said a single word. But did, did you see yet. that? I saw that one haunting picture that was. Gislaine looking at the woman that was painting her, like, you know, like they have the court yeah, yeah, artist the, yeah. and it's Gislaine with two fucking her pervert laser eyes staring <laughs> into the eyes of the court artist as the, as she, and, and she's drawing the artist back you in know, a defiant, in a, her defiant way I of will attacking say that the court. That court artist is doing a bang up job. Really, yeah, good. really good pieces of art. So we'll keep you updated on the Galen Maxwell trial. And of course, what's going on with Jussie Smollett as a, it's just a, you know, sometimes isn't life crazier than art? Yes. Okay. Well, speaking of absolutely batshit insane, you know, we fly now. We actually like to fly Delta. But apparently I do. there was a, uh, a woman uh, on a Delta flight and mm. people were like, oh, this woman's breastfeeding. And then many people, you hear that and you're like, oh, okay, brave, almost brave, right? Because the child needs nutrition, right? But it wasn't a it, child. Well, she was breastfeeding. We're not allowed was, to, because when a woman breastfeeds a child, you're not supposed to look, right? No, it's, it would be disrespectful to look and also like, okay, literally, draw the, you're saving or draw. You're not, yeah. you're not supposed to draw. You're not supposed to be looking at it, right? And because yes, in this a case, it, um, I don't think people could look away. No, because we have found out that she was not again breastfeeding a child; she was breastfeeding her hairless cat. And the quote is: "The cat was quote screaming for its life." I I don't what know happened? what the hell. What happened? do you react like? What do you react like when you look over and you're like, "I think that woman is breastfeeding I mean, her cat." How do I you? What know. alert is there? A button that you hit on the plane? No. Do you I tell the pilot? Know. No, I say nothing. I say nothing. You know why? Because I, I want know. the plane to land where it's supposed to. I don't want them to turn the plane around. I don't want them to duct tape this woman. I, I cause when it comes down to it, she, I guess is harmlessly insane. Who knows? Natalie, I, I joke know. about it all the time because they, they don't like, it's very hard to bring an animal on flights now. And like Wendy's sure. Wendy is built to be on a flight, right? Cause she's seven pounds. She's really small. She just sits in Natalie's lap, but now it's very difficult to take a dog out there. But we talk, we joke about what if we dress her as a little baby and put her in a bassinet is people, are people were going to fight you if they think you're fucking unapproachably insane. No, I think that they probably wouldn't. But again, if you whip your tit out and start breastfeeding your cat, this, this is the problem. people would be like, well, that's just strange on so many reasons. So uh, I thought so this levels. was a joke when this was first came out. Right. I did not oh, think course. that this was real. Yes. I didn't want it because it's, I think this came out last week and we we're going to do it on the episode. And I was like, there's no way this story no is real. But then no. they've shown that on the message system, they have this thing called the aircraft communications addressing and reporting system, which yes. is cars to alert Delta crew in Atlanta, she sent a message basically saying, Pax and 13A is breastfeeding a cat and will not put cat back in its carrier when FA requested. And then there's no response. There's no like, haha. There's no like, what? what the, the woman has not been named yet. We don't know. But apparently she did have it all swallowed up, swaddled up. Swaddled like a up in a blanket. In a blanket, right? And then she looked over and she said that their shirt was up and she was <laughs> smashing the cat into her titty to yeah. get it to, to latch. And this is the thing, man, is do you want it to latch with I its guess. fucking cat teeth? I do. The cat teeth, the cat tongue. This woman obviously had very strong nipples because they could I deal with a lot so. of the pulling and tugging that a cat would provide. Yeah, the flight attendant, uh, the flight attendant said the hairless cat oh, was yeah. swaddled up in a blanket and it looked like a baby. Her shirt was up, uh, trying to latch it to the tit. Um, and then again, the flight attendant said the cat was, quote, screaming for its life. But so, this anyway. is, right, and then I like also that because of the story, Delta then had to put out a statement saying, we fully support a woman's right to breastfeed. Yes, right? oh, like, this really has nothing like, to do with it. This has nothing to do with the act of breastfeeding. But then Natalie asked a question when I told her about the story. Natalie got sad, by the way. I thought it was funny. But when she... She thought the, the milk, story was sad. She was just because she felt that the woman obviously was broken and completely insane. <laughs> and what are you going to do? I mean, but she was. She obviously is. Yeah. But she, she must... This is my question. 
is she actively breastfeeding a child or was she also that crazy in thinking I could I could fool everybody into thinking this cat's a baby if I breastfeed it. No one will tell me to put it back in the it carrier. Could be, it, it could be that case. Yes, of course, because that's what she didn't want to do. She didn't want to put the cat in the carrier. But it's only funny if it's Amy Schumer or like if this is like a real comedian. That's a funny bit. Sure. Yeah, there's a lot of humor there to it that you could mind, I suppose. My question is, was she actually lactating to that point or was she just trying to get some if you're strange enough, pleasure from her I, cat's mouth? Let me ask uh, <laughs> you mothers out there, side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. How Directed easy would it be for mothers, you to yes. like if you could squeeze some breast milk into a cat's mouth, would that be difficult? Because I also feel like they might like it or would that severely poison it because it's human that, milk and it's supposed to go to other humans. Right. And like, would it be bad for a cat to drink human milk I'm of the or mind, is it good? Isn't milk bad for cats? I think milk is also supposed to be bad for cats. Yes, but I know that, like back in the day, again based upon Looney Tunes, cartoons, um, cartoons. It looks like cats like milk, but they don't like milk. So this woman was wrong on unless she had like pea soup shooting out of there, or maybe she had like no, they're not. So anyway, that's a true story. A woman was kicked off a Delta flight. Yeah, man, it's on all the real ones. It's, it's true. Uh, it's on all the real newspapers now. So, yeah, obviously it's out there. And this woman, wherever she is, I mean, I uh, hopefully she's at the live show. Um, and if you're at the live show, uh, <laughs> let us know ahead of time, because I'd love to ask you these questions. I'd love to ask you what yeah. was going through your mind and what you're thinking about, because they haven't named her, obviously, because like, no. it's still not a crime. They didn't even really say what they did to her after the flight. They sent the message. Apparently, they, they fought a little bit and eventually she did put the cat back into the carrier. Well, perhaps it would but be then, indecent exposure. Ooh, indecent exposure, the sequel, where she breastfeeds her cat. Oh, but then you know, also, I am going to probably imagine she has some money. So she might be I willing don't know. She was, she to was go in to 13, court. Maybe she was in 13A, and for those I think it's Comfort Plus. It might be Comfort Plus, but it's also the aisle seat. So that means that she was just straight up not maybe it's the maybe it's the windows. Either way, there's there's people around. This might be the end of a very long string of YouTube pranks that we're not aware of. You know what I mean? Like this might be there might be a whole story to this that we don't know that this was supposed to be a bit. And or again, yeah, just a tragic story of someone who's completely broken and off their medication. Live from your grave. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Well, speaking of um, cats, but in kind of a totally different term, Mm. And in wrestling news, this is kind of a crazy story. So I just want everyone to know if somebody who is famous is in your DMs, it's not them. Unless, well, unless they are trying to have sex with you and you're 16 years old and they, yeah. they, shouldn't, be, you, they shouldn't be there. No, a celebrity email, like it should be quick, a little quick, little, little like shit back and forth. This story to me is about like how when you're in the public eye, sometimes yeah. people can extrapolate 
a relationship with you. Cause it's not even a parasocial relationship. Cause parasocial is way more like streamers. Actually, they do talk to you. They do like refer to you and YouTubers. These are people that would not necessarily speak to you unless it's a real quick, like love, love you brother. And you go like me too, brother. Like that type sure, of thing. Sure, A heart yeah. or something like that. But this is wrestler Seth Rollins. So for those that don't know, Seth Rollins, he's one of the most famous wrestlers around right now. He's an incredible wrestler. He is with the WWE and I wish they would use him better, but that's just me. Okay. So this fan, Elisa Spencer, it's a boy, but his name is Elisa Spencer. Um, I think it's Eliza. Eliza? Okay, Eliza I Spencer. Know. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, he said that he had, quote, beef with the wrestler because they were interacting in their DMs. So Spencer, when WWE came to town, he saw this as an opportunity at Barclays Center in Brooklyn to jump a barricade, and then he tackled Rollins, and Rollins was very close to just beating the living shit out of him. Well, uh, the but, thing uh, is that Rollins the, on uh, camera. The officials and if you- pulled him off right away. Did you watch him tussle? Because oh, yeah. Seth Rollins did good because yeah. this dude is like, he was, he's, he's a, a pretty he's a bigger beefy dude. dude. Yeah. He was a beefy dude. He came around the corner and he, ju- he tackled him. And then Seth Rollins, like he protects him. Like he grabs him, he grabs him around the head and he like tries to protect him because the guy's really f- trying to fuck with him. Like he's all he over is. him. And Seth Rollins well, he was very much so in, could have. He, he did have him very close to a chokehold. They would have knocked him out, which would have been pretty freaking cool. But yeah, but um, he didn't want to do it to a fan on camera because it's still like in the end. I know it's like fucked up. And so it's still a fan. Like, I'm not trying to lose a fan. I'm trying to keep a fan. I think you could lose this fan. Well, this is sad because what happened was I think that he he might either be slow. You know what, Henry, you can wrap it all up with, you can just wrap that up with a professional wrestling fan. He's a wrestling fan, so he might be taking things a little seriously. Yes. So he said, he went to an outlet because the dude started talking immediately to the cops and he told them the whole story. He said that he, he met Rollins at a meet and greet. Cool, right? And so you establish a connection. You feel like things are cool. But the problem was, is that would also probably happen is that someone saw the picture from the meet and greet. And then someone pretending to be Rollins via WhatsApp started messaging him. So even like, you know, like, what's going on, bro? He catfished him and he got $3,000 out of him. And this is how you know it wasn't Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins does not need any money. He's one of the reasons that they actually have to lay off quite a few wrestlers because his contract's pretty big. But Um, but he said the guy, he said, quote unquote, the the internet Seth Rollins was asking to send him gift cards in exchange for money, mostly $500 or more. And he said it was to see if he was loyal. So now that plays into because Seth Rollins' character, it's the Messiah. Messiah character. So he's kind of a cult leader. So I think that you're right. I think this guy, the guy who catfished him had to understand some of the narrative, uh, some of the um, narrative that was going on, unless it's just that broad of a concept, which I guess could also be the case. It was probably one of his friends, unfortunately. This is the thing that fucking happens too. And he said he asked him to be a blogger for him, and he was he needed to work his way up, right? And obviously Seth Rollins had nothing to do. With him no, being No, this guy, right? Seth Rollins, he's after the match. He's just walking up to the ring. He's still in character. Then out of nowhere, this guy just bulldozes him. But I love this statement from him. Apologize to the WWE for my actions. I had a legitimate beef, but as a grown man, I could have settled it in a different way. If I saw him today, I wouldn't attack him. I've moved on. Does he still think it was Seth Rollins in his DM? I think the man... Is I I just think that there's something missing here. I think that there's yeah. a little bit of of thought missing here because then <laughs> Seth Rollins in his his statement, which I also love, it's terrifying, brother. It happened very quickly. I was mostly just reacting and hoping that our security would come and do their job, which they did very quickly, and then was just trying to detach and move on. I hope that everybody is okay. Oh, which is I actually love, really nice. I love Seth the Hulk. Rollins. That's the only wrestling voice I know. He he is supposed to be an exceptionally nice man, and he is the father and the husband of Be- he is not the father of Becky Lynch, <laughs> but he is the father of Becky Lynch's child. That is his wife, Becky Lynch. Nice. Um, anyway, so I guess the theme today is broken people. It's um, <laughs> it often it, is it on really, side stories. <laughs> yeah, it often is because Henry brought this story to uh, to our attention in the green room. And mm. I can't believe it's, it involves a tuchus <laughs> and a I mortar just, shell. And I, I can't believe that this story is real. Today, the Lord had given this weekend <laughs> yeah, or this really week. Did. Because these really stories did. are fucking completely insane. So the headline is, Henry can give the details, but the headline is, Bomb Squad called to Glossa Shower, 
Royal Hospital after man gets World War II mortar stuck up his bottom. How did it happen? I love this. But the whole bomb squad had to come. And if you look at this fucking bomb squad, this is so. If you look at this mortar shell, it's big. It's got to be huge. So this is, I believe it's pronounced Gloucestershire. Who fucking knows? You're going to, you're going to, it's Gloucestershire. We know that that's not how it's pronounced. You know, it's always different over there. It's like the Worcestershire 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 locations. So this is just insane, right? They, he showed up. <laughs> the man was a military enthusiast, which to I think is least. really interesting because most of the time, if you are a military enthusiast, <laughs> you've never received training. Right. You just are someone from the side. You know who was the military enthusiast? Kyle Rittenhouse. Right. Sure. Like these are people that are they're enthusiasts for the military because they've never had to do anything. Absolutely. Because right? when you're really in the military, at some point you become more of a military. You become fully bitter. You're neutral. You're enthusiast you're at least, anymore. At, at the least most, neutral. you're neutral. Yes. Right. Right. So, you know, obviously in the military, it's good for blah, 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 blah. The man was uh, so. He said he found this shell while he was clearing out his his bullshit, right? And then he <laughs> tripped and he fell onto the 57 millimeter piece of army ordnance and it landed in, in in the hospital, right? And then so we now know that the, the this the 57 millimeter mortar round was used by the Royal Artillery with the Royal Artillery in the Second World War. So okay. these are anti-tank rounds. These are big, this right? It's huge. It's huge. It was really really big. Um and a, court, a source told the son the guy said he found the shell when he was having a clear out of his stuff. And then he said he put it on the floor and he slipped and he fell on it and it went up his ass. So, and like literally just like the only thing they fucking said. <laughs> and they, when he showed up, right, because he probably showed up like with like of a bit of a tipsy, of a bit of a dizzy little, bit of a dizzy little situation here. I've got a bit of a rust about going on uh-huh. in my back area. And they're like, all right, what's going on, sir? And you're like, oh, I fell on an object. You know, like, that's how okay, it starts. Sure. Okay, sure. It doesn't sure. start with a bullet. There's no way. Then they go in, they open up his asshole, and they look it <laughs> in, and they're like, can you imagine the call? Like, he's bent over, pants are down, the doctor's there with the, like, all this, you know, pair of pliers, all this kind of looking at it, and then he has to turn to the nurse and be like, call the bomb squad. This man's a terrorist. And then they, instead of, this is what's fucked up too. They called the bomb squad on him while it's up inside of him because of the course. bomb squad had to help them take it out of him. So you're the bomb squad. Your job is to stop terrorism, stop like all forms of terrorism. That's your job. And right. then the, how do they decide who goes in? Is it the whoever captain? was laughing the least gets to go in because they have they can a very good it. sense of humors. It's very, they have a good sense of humor if you're the bomb squad, because you have to. Because if you're the fucking, because I, I feel like this is one of those where we'd be like, we feel only the captain has the responsibility level to handle this. <laughs> this is on the captain. There is no yeah, way. It or is it the new guy? Around. Oh, yeah, I, if I don't you're know. A part, if you're a part of the bomb squad, sidestorieslpotl at gmail.com, who on your team? would be chosen to go in and disarm this man's butthole. This is more important than steel, uh, SEAL Team 6 killing Osama bin Laden. I don't really care who fired the bullet, but I do want to know who saw the round in this man's asshole. Because they got go, to stop their whole thing. They got to stop their whole day to roll over to the hospital in mass, full, you know, because it's like guys with shields. Oh, yeah. Had to come into the room while he's still bent over, been like, oh, I didn't make you cause this much ruckus. I made a bit of a slip and fall. And they're like, oh, this is, that's how it got up into your fucking duodenum. It yes. was a slip and fall. Where did you fall from the ceiling? I mean, how did this get up inside of you so if fast? If he was practicing like the Yokozuna finisher or something, perhaps it could go up his butthole. I don't think so, though. This is and where we here at Last Podcast and Left also have to remind you, put something that's only supposed to be in your ass up your ass. Sure. The uh, round was 57 millimeters in diameter and 170 millimeters in length. Um, so, yeah, the man Ooh. had a, a heck of a day. And everyone can confirm that the bomb squad was there. It's a little bit smaller. I'm doing the conversion right now. This is how good we are here at at Side Stories and Last Podcast and Left. I'm doing the conversion. So technically, the width of it was about three inches. Okay. That can go up the ass. It's more the length. And it's more the, in what Paddington Bear world do you, number one, completely nude, going through your bullets? 
I know that's how I will go through my bullets one day. Like, I know, I, I guess, guess that's so. what you do, but you're completely nude or at least porky pigging it, right? You got your fucking dick and an asshole out. Right. You're walking around your house. Do you slip on another bullet? And how does one bullet perfectly like it would have to be on the floor? You would have to lube your bullets. I think that the man, there had to be lube involved in here because we didn't hear any like stories of massive anal tearing. I think no. this man was so in love with, with the military old school munitions that he butt fucked himself with a bullet. And then unlike and a deal, which has a nice cock and balls, so it doesn't go all the way in that, you know, they, yes. they are there for presentation because everyone loves to hold a fake pair of balls, but it's also there. So it doesn't go all the way in because then it gets very, it can get stuck. It's a stopper. The whole point it's is that your butthole is a perfect cylinder, right? And then it closes at the end of it, right? It wants to hold it inside. So you push it back up because it keeps your guts inside. So that thing fucking slides all over your guts. Honestly, he became a lethal weapon. He, he really became did. Mel Gibson for a hot second. But just that idea of like, man, I guess these are the type of guys that really should be in the military. These are the people that would really keep <laughs> us free because they love bullets so much. Maybe they also don't want to waste them. I do love the idea of the Hurt Locker where the one guy is just like, yes, yes I know what to do. Just spreads open his ass cheeks and puts every bomb up his asshole. <laughs> Explode it now. It's incredible. Yes, fine. I'm fine. Uh, according to the uh, the hospital, they say, as with any incident involving munitions, um, the, rele the relevant safety protocols were followed to ensure that there was no risk to patients, staff, or visitors at any time. So it looks like they Ooh. saw it. They handled it. And again, anyone in the healthcare uh, anyone in the healthcare profession, thank you for your service. Seriously, I just want to give nurses gift certificates to things, what they have to deal with all day long. All At day. least this one, the bomb squad got to do it and not that. Yeah, one. that is kind of fun. But then you just go to like, then you just go to the next room and then someone has leukemia yes. and then they're like, why that's are you a, laughing? That's and not then a, like, I, well, you know, this other guy's got a bullet up his ass and he's like, yeah. my blood is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Very it's scary. It's a tough freaking gig. Live from your grave. Here's another mystery that's happening. This one's fucking, it is freaking me out. Bro. This story is this really freaking cool. This is one of those where you're like, you know, it'll, it always turns out to be nothing like the mask on Mars. And, and then obviously uh, we've had several, we've had several astronauts say that they have seen structures on the moon. Mm -hmm. Right. Then they have seen, I believe there was uh I'm not even gonna try it. I don't remember his name. Um, let's call it. Let's go with John Glenn. Why not? Uh, why not? Sure, John uh, Glennon. But there are people that a lot of the astronauts have said they have seen weird structures on the moon. But this yeah. is the first time we've seen a fucking picture of one. This one's really interesting. China's U-22 rover spots a cube-shaped mystery hut yeah. on far side of the moon. That's what they're calling it—a mystery hut. Mystery um, which hut, which is really interesting. It uh, apparently they so they have a rover on there. And it's going around, and it took a picture of this cube on the yes. horizon of the moon, and it is frightening. It looks like a sci-fi movie. Like this is the beginning of a sci-fi movie right now. Yeah, could be, um, could be. Well, I mean, it definitely is, as a matter of fact. It is. They so they publish. I guess YouTube U22 Diary. It's published by Our Space, which is a Chinese language science outreach channel affiliated with the China National Space Administration. I mean, like you know, who knows what, who knows what they're really up to. Right. Who we don't knows know what's, what's happening on. up there? But, uh, but still, it is it is very interesting because the scientists have expressed a, a strong interest in the object. And now U2-2 is expected to spend the next two to three lunar days, which, which apparently, which I didn't know, that's two to three Earth months. Oh, wow. Traversing the lunar, because going to the dark side of the moon, the other side of it, because it has to go around all of these craters. And I guess these things also move extremely slowly. Like that's yeah. what they do. They really, they slowly the, the, climb. The, um, the rover. The rovers. Yeah, they yeah. kind of chill out a little bit. Yeah, and so the I guess the U two the U two two lander made it was it was there in twenty nineteen, um, but they're going over it. It's it, it just it's it's give it's eerie. It gives me a chills. It's cool to look at it. So it, it as, as Henry said, it's the China uh, it's China's National Space Administration CNSA. Uh, they also previously in two thousand, as Henry said, it's been up there since two thousand nineteen. Apparently in two thousand nineteen, it also found this bizarre color, colorful gel like substance yes. with a mysterious luster. Um, and that substance has not is. been explained. So I know the cliche is like, dude, fucking slime Space game, bro. And it's on the moon, dude. But the That's cliche for sweet. the cliche for a long time has been like, ah, the moon's boring. But maybe, maybe, just maybe, it's still, it's not so boring. 
there's still some mysteries on the moon, just like in our bedrooms. Now, Absolutely, if you look at this, you're in that the one thing that they're saying is that it might be one, the logical explanation, the illogical explanation they're saying right now is that it was a large boulder, which has been excavated by an impact event, right? Like basically it got hit by a comet, which um, that does make sense. But man, if you look at pictures also, of the moon. They also said maybe it was an alien crash. Maybe that was more tongue in cheek, though. But yeah, but I mean, the thing is, again, now what we'll see as we go through the, the the soft yet hard disclosure world that we're in, where it's like, how much shit now will be faked as UFOs, specifically to hide anything cloud assigned anybody's doing up in space. I always, I love pictures from the moon. They are, they're cool looking dog. Like, they I like are. how, what it's, I mean, whatever, dude, that might be edibles talking, whatever. But like watching <laughs> those pictures of the, of the rovers walk around, you just like, you just sit and think like, man, what would it be like to fucking chief up there, man? Like, you know, I yeah. have all of those hack thoughts looking at the fields of rocks on the moons. It seems fucking sweet. Yeah. It might but, get boring. Yes. But, uh, and well, it's actually also in, it's very dangerous. In its yeah, way, apparently. it's both boring and it's both boring and highly dangerous to be in space. Right. All right. Well, before we get to hero of the week, just one final story. We, if you're a dominatrix, good. Go out there, have fun. Love it. We, these CEOs Absolutely need to it. get beat up on Saturday nights, otherwise but, they're going to blow up the world. But also, what I'm finding, my good sir, is that a lot of uh, we've had some friends who are in the dominatrix oh, yes. world that say like that's a bit of a misnomer. There's a lot of people that like to get stepped on and like to get puked on and and have their balls mashed and and get their buttholes played with. Okay, <laughs> point noted. <laughs> <laughs> so a dominatrix, uh, her name is Julia Enright. She's 24. Yep. She is accused of bringing one of her, I guess, clients into a treehouse. His name is Brandon Chickless. He was only 20. She brought him into a treehouse where um, she killed him. And apparently she said that there was a kind of a big turn on for her. Enright, yeah. Enright wrapped his body in a blue tarp and then dumped it along a highway. Which I guess so, is what you do after you kill somebody in a treehouse. I don't know. But he went up there for sex, but then she killed him because of how hot she found her. This is one of the first times we really hear from the female perspective of murdering for sexual pleasure. Because quite often they, you know, they don't get as wet. They mostly get wet about like not having to deal with that bro anymore. Absolutely. And of course, as we talk about like the satanic panic and stuff like that, this woman, um, this dominatrix, if you know, if it turns out that all of this stuff uh, that was done intentionally and she really just murdered this man, it's interesting because the prosecutors are basically using a using the case that she's a Marilyn Manson fan. Uh, she was obsessed with grave robbery, oh, death, what? and blood. That's and our entire her audience. Exactly. And wrote about her fascination in journal entries, some of which were read in court. No, the, the disturbing read, thing is she killed the dude. Exactly. Everything else is normal. Being um, a dominatrix is normal. All the rest of it's absolutely fine. Read one journal entry. I just have an insatiable curiosity to kill a person. Um, <laughs> yes, prosecutors alleged. That is the abnormal part. Yeah. I mean, the killing of the person. Also, uh, prosecutors also alleged the killing of Chickless was a uh, former boy who was a former Boy Scout was, quote, a gift to her boyfriend. So isn't Whoa. so what are you getting for Christmas? Did your significant other even kill somebody for you? I don't know. I asked for I want a hat. <laughs> I was looking at these fun hats that my grandfather used to wear these like they're like the bullet style hats. It's like World War Two style, like like leather hats. That's what I want. No, I well, okay, that's an easier gift than a corpse. Than a corpse, but Sadly. honestly, or, or on to not to be anything, but it's actually very difficult. It's actually very easy to find a corpse if you want one. I mean, I'm not do, trying to do the Walter from Big Lebowski here, right? I'm like, well, if you want a corpse, I can get you a fucking corpse. Well, thank mm -hmm. you so much, Walter. I'm good for now. We can dig um, up a corpse. The dominatrix apparently was dating Chickless in high school, and that's how he she was able to get him into the treehouse. Facebook is a nuisance and a plague that's yeah. what this comes from this is all the same shit i will say it is nice because natalie's mom found her new boyfriend because he came back from high school is that type of shit that that's does nice. happen in over 60 facebook it is a place to get fucking railed from your high school people like people <laughs> you haven't seen in 40 years you know what i mean that type of shit but otherwise this is what happens on facebook you yeah. end up in a dead in a treehouse. Well, according to uh, the DA there, Jeffrey Travers, he says that Enright enjoyed manipulating the guy, pulling him in and then pushing him away. Of course. And that she held a special kind of Most women do. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's normal. That's and I again, guess, all of that is normal. 
And I guess like when she was messaging Chicklets, knowing that she was going to kill him, she texted her boyfriend. Do you think we could add bubbles to a bloodbath? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Too, She's like, she might ooh, be a little corny, ooh, to be honest. Oh, oh yeah, seriously. I mean, oh, some also, of the DMs back in the day did read like that, though. I guess the body of Chicklets, again the victim here, it was found almost three weeks later by again the classic scenario from a jogger found by a jogger. Oh god, never jog. Get a treadmill. Be uh, in your home. Go inside. Jog inside a structure while you'll see his yeah. blood. And she's uh, she's arguing a self-defense there, which is a pretty... Sure, sure, pretty sure. Especially defense. It's just a tough... Sure, tough. when you bring a man to your treehouse. Absolutely, of course. Where it's like a treehouse is a hard place to defend. I didn't... I forgot the treehouses exist, to be honest. Hey, you, was you the know last what? time the, you were in a treehouse? I never, I, I never really had a treehouse growing up. The thing is, is that, yeah, we were we lived in New York, so we weren't going to build a treehouse. And you know what it is, Kissel, too? What's that? We were both too fat for treehouses because we couldn't be. We were it's too a small big. man's game. I try to go up in a treehouse. I remember one time you go up there and you just kind of feel how much you're not a bird. And you're much bigger <laughs> than a bird. And you're, you're bigger than the other kids. And you're worth, like, especially at that point, when you hit close to 300 pounds and you're in middle school and you're up inside of a treehouse, you're worth three other kids. They just bring other kids. They don't invite yeah. you up there. Oh, absolutely. Um, All right. One story I'll quickly just touch okay. on. It's about these like these xenobots. They're talking about these like robots that are figuring how to make more of themselves mm -hmm. autonomously. They are just figuring out how to make more of themselves. It's in a biological thing. It's a bio. It's on like a micro level. Like it's very very small. But it is fascinating. If you do read this anything about it, it's about what we are going to be calling robots in the future, which is they are made out of natural materials. They're made from frog like cells mm -hmm. and then what they did was they the, what they called the programming was that they shaped this that made them a specific shape because what these things naturally started doing was that they started pushing together stem cells in order to make more of them and mm. then giving it a little butthole crevice allowed oh. them to catch more to goop them all together faster and then all of a sudden they just make a bunch of them and so there's a lot of people saying oh it's robots but we're not yet at like nano machines doing it these are cell-based created organisms that we're going to see more and more of like they, when, I didn't, uh, when i first heard this story i didn't read it on infowars i read it mm. like in i think it was science science something so it was very positive because apparently this can sure. help cure a lot of diseases like oh no but MS it can be and um it it's, a be, thing. it's a thing have you ever heard about the big goop or the big gray goop it's this Only concept. when you were in slime, you I know there was slime crime, which <laughs> yes. got cleared up, but but uh, think uh, poor people getting kicked out of their fucking flop house hmm. was what really cleared up the slime. It seems, uh, but oh. I, uh, it's interesting. There's a concept that's called the big goop. I think it, you'd call it or the gray goop, and it's this concept about self-replicating nanomachines going haywire and making so much of themselves that they encompass all living life. They create a giant amorphous blob of yeah. nanomachines and that slowly leak over the entire world cool. and just consume all of us. Um, yeah. That well, is a, that's a panic thinking. That's a panic I, idea. I can't wait to be the tangerine in the in the uh, jello mold that nobody Man, wants to eat. You are so many selves. You are so many good goopy goopy oh, selves. Oh yeah. You'd be cells. so good for those machines, man. All right. Well, speaking of good cells, let's get to Hero of the Week. I need a hero. Woo! This is uh, coming in from California, actually. This story is really cool. So there's this football team. They're a high school varsity team. They went 12-0. and 0, And all 23 players and their coach are deaf. Uh, they play in a, they don't play in a hard of hearing league. They play against, you know, normal hearing uh, people. And it looks like they're about to win the state championship. Um, their name is the Cubs, the varsity team from Riverside, California. Um, they've lost every single game in previous seasons. Now, somehow, uh, they have just had a kick-ass year. Oh, that's and, fucking awesome. Um, it's awesome. So good for them. And it's difficult enough playing the sports. And I can't even imagine. Uh, when you're deaf, what you have but, to overcome. But you build a hive mind, I bet. Maybe, according to Enzo uh, Enos Zorn Zornoza, he says, we can do anything. Deaf people can do anything. We're not this stereotype that's out there. Of We're course. breaking news that we can do it right. And not just our school here, but other schools for the deaf can do it as well. So uh, that's really awesome. And 
it's uh, it's just great. So yeah, that's so sweet. Did you see, you remember when Travis and as a showed us fact, that I big poop? Just I have to I do have to correct myself. They did win the state championship. So that's fucking them. incredible. Good work. Yeah. Did you see when Travis showed us that big poop? Do you remember? I did. That? I do remember that. Yeah, it was a it was a massive poop. Did you want that to be here of the week or? I've been thinking about it. Yeah. Ever since he showed it to me. It was much larger the, than the mortar shell. It was it was huge. It was It was uh, the single biggest poop. And then I'm looking at that picture right now. You are. As we're talking, I'm looking at it and I'm still just so fascinated by it. It's just so it's just so very, very big. Like yeah. and I, and like and the look on the nurse's faces, like she looks so surprised and also helpful, but I'd like to know the story on that if anybody knows. Side stories LPOTL at gmail.com, right? Big poop nurse surprise. Sure. Into your Google. Big poop nurse surprise. What are you and thinking? S- um, well, anyway, when it comes to the deaf high school football team that won the championship, they said they took it one game at a time, one practice at a time. Uh, just like that man who took that Dude, dump one that at a time. Dump. Wide receiver Jory Valencia says, we're destroying every game. We're showing the world what we can do. We're Fuck not yeah. losing anymore. So go work, yeah. guys. You guys are heroes. Congratulations. All right, here we go. Here's a little bit of uh, listener emails. I've been sitting on the story since June, and it has been slowly ruining my mind for the Great. last six months. I want to start off by saying that I was born and raised by a clairsentient, clairvoyant dad who passed that on to me as well as Claire empathy. So needless to say, I was basically raised to embrace and believe in the supernatural. Okay. Now on to the good part. I was working on my city's animal shelter from December 2020 to September 2021, and I okay. constantly felt like I was being watched or followed, right? And I heard animals that weren't there. Hmm. At first, I played it off as just being nervous to start a new job. But as the weeks went on, I realized those things I felt and heard hadn't stopped. For example, I I would think I saw dogs in the ward that weren't there or hear cats meowing, even if we didn't have any cats in the shelter. So one morning, I went to take care of a cat quarantined in our grooming room. I specifically remember the doggy gate in between the doorway from the first room into the grooming room being closed. After I fed the cat... I decided to leave the gate open because the cat was calm, and I always had a particular hard time with this with the dumb lock, right? And I left okay. to help my coworkers with some kittens for a few minutes. That's cute. That's a cute job. Sure. It's a little stressful. while later, you have to oh, execute yes, a lot of animals as well. Yes, yes, I actually bet you that. Yes, yes, it can be very emotionally exhausting. A little while later, when I opened the door to the first room again, there was a dog I did not recognize standing there, growling at me. So naturally, I closed the door and walked away, not thinking anything of it. But hmm. 10 minutes later, I asked one of the front desk ladies who was, uh, what was up with the dog and grooming. She was shocked. And she said there shouldn't be anything in there. So we both went, and when we opened the door, the dog was gone, and the doggy gate was closed. Hmm. Obviously, we were both in shock and started freaking out when I told her about the gate. She was nice enough to entertain my delusions and check the system and talk to the animal services officer working that day. Of course, it turns out there was never a dog in there. <gasps> I spent the rest of my eight-hour shift trying to make sense of the whole thing while conv- trying to convince myself that I wasn't crazy by telling myself things like, it's super early in the morning. I was probably just tripping for a second. I mean, honestly, as a person <laughs> that just- eats a lot of edibles <laughs> and mushrooms, you, true, you never know. Sometimes I wonder... If a thing I saw or thought was like legit or it's just like one kernel in my duodenum of something like melting into my system. No, we were talking right? about that with all of my memories. It's nice when someone confirms them. Yes. Very yes, good. At least it's real, right? However, later that day when I was about to leave, the same girl came up to me and told me that I wasn't the only one having weird experiences that day. In fact, another front desk lady had something that felt like a dog pulling on the back of her shirt. But when she turned around, there was nothing there. At least it wasn't a dude dressed as a dog. (laughs) That's always bad. I felt relieved and more confused as I had never seen an apparition or spirit before and haven't seen any since, which is honestly the worst part of this whole thing, which is really interesting. The idea of seeing, I, you know, my mom, oh my God, my mom talks about seeing the the dog's ghost all the time being like that was from the that was from valentine our first dog being like, <laughs> what, like valentine valentine sent you a, a credit rebate like literally stuff like i got a 50 dollar rebate for my credit card the other day that must have been valentine that must have been pop up <laughs> and i was like no it's your credit card company's making a mistake mom i love you but that's it's i, you I never believe know it's valentine you don't you know. never Isn't know that, is that the one she fed to death no valentine was normal Okay, good. Valentine was put together the old-fashioned way with a needle. Oh. Now, your last episode regarding veggie crimes and rhubarb violence reminded me of an incident from my childhood. Young asparagus is a tender, delicious vegetable. However, (laughs) as summer begins to fade. What a weird intro. (laughs) I love this. The plants grow into tall, woody stalks with feathery fronds, which eventually bear seed to repopulate the patch. As children, my brothers and I were mostly left without supervision to complete our chores and then get into whatever mischief we saw fit. Just to be, just be back inside for dinner. 
My older brother and I cut several tall, woody asparagus stalks, trimmed the fronds off, and decided to sword fight with them on top of a large dirt mound in a king of the mountain type scenario. That's fun. Got it. In, In the midst of battle, my green sword snapped, and I was left defenseless to my brother's thrashing. This is about as painful as being whipped with a tree switch. And it left some proud, deep red welts. In a moment of courage, I reared up with a broken stalk of my asparagus and stabbed my brother in the forearm. The splintered stalk stuck into his arm just below the skin (laughs) about three inches and broke off, leaving a chunk of asparagus hanging out of his bloody arm. He screamed in pain and he ran into the house for medical attention from my mother. In a bizarre twist of asparagus pee irony, he told my brother he was pissed at me for stabbing him. And later he was spent for using the foul word. Fundamental, <laughs> ah, fundamental justice. <laughs> Truly far too uptight. That's very funny. All right. Asparagus uh, crime. It's real. It's oh, and then there. mostly we got a lot of a lot of emails saying, for the love of Christ, don't drink uh cactus water. Great. And a lot of people trying to pronounce a bunch of the different things in, in the when we did the episode about Cork in Ireland, we uh we said everything incorrect Great. in Gaelic. Fantastic. And they uh they said that there's a bunch of stuff in here where it's like tag is Tiog. And the Diarmud is Dermud. It's an Irish version of the name Dermot and Pawdy, which is Pawdy. He got this one right, to be fair. There you go. So, well, there you go. Thank you. Yes. All right, everyone. So sometimes we're correct for listening. Sometimes. So every day you got to live your life like you are a man whose butthole can take a bullet any day of the goddamn week. Because when it comes down to it, you got to love the fact that fucking you got Kevlar guts. That's me, baby. I eat so much (laughs) spicy shit, so much milk, so much dairy, just to test it, just to strengthen my butthole, just in case someone comes around me. Let's say I'm I'm locked outside of a hotel for some reason, completely nude, right? Like I'm outside of the hotel, I didn't mean to. I was in the hallway trying to quickly put out like the room service and I'm stuck out there. And then like, I run out to the lobby to try to get a new ticket. They try to get a new key. They're screaming at me saying, get out of, get out of here. You nude man. And I'm like, I am a man with a room at this hotel. And then you go outside and then a man tries to rob you while nude. I can bend over. And then when he sticks the gun up my ass to shoot me through my body, I can laugh at him knowing that my guts can handle at least one strong ass bullet. Oh, there you go. Absolutely triple. You got there and it was a beautiful tale of woe. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thanks to everyone who came out to the show. It's important. Portland was so fucking good. We had such a good show. I'm so excited to be back on the road this week. It's going to be fun. We got a lot of fuckers to see. We do. We can't wait to see you all real soon. And uh, yes, uh, Oregon. All of you guys were just so unbelievably sweet. So thank you so much. Oregon was very well behaved and they did it good, except for all of the murders that we saw. But again, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of murder in Portland that weekend, but also what a beautiful city. Nice people. It was beautiful. Big ups to our friends. everyone. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. We'll see you this week. Absolutely. Hail yourself. Hail Satan. Congratulations, everybody. Hail me, motherfuckers. Sure. See you soon, Boise. What the hell are we going to do there? I don't fucking know. Don't sit on any weapons. Nope. Leave them at home. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Yeah.